listen, ain't no single mom looking for no fuck buddy. Very few. They want they want help. <laughs> so if you saying I don't even want to be around the kid, I don't want to see or hear these motherfuckers. You know, the only time I want to be reminded of their existence is when my hand slide past one of your stretch marks. Um, I don't think that's going to get you a lot of uh, single mother pussy. I, you know, who knows, though? I don't know what level of, of suave you, you've reached. So, just fresh back fresh from Skankfest. Um, I didn't get to super dive into Skankfest because I... I uh, started feeling sick the first day, just on the way there. So I just was doing my spots, but it was a it was a lot going on. It was a whole lot. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, a lot of lot of comedy, a lot of uh, shenanigans. You know, the the key to enjoying Gangfest is being fucked up the whole time. You see, I really really get in there, get your daggone weed in, in there, get your daggone alcohol, get your fucking hallucinogens. Going, get your kratom cooking, you know. People go hard in the paint at Skankfest, dude. Some people do. Some people go extra, extra hard. See, yeah, and that's why I feel like your best Skankfest will always be the next one. You know, mm-hmm. never the first. The first one, you you, you like you figure it out. Okay, this that's what this is. Because now I'm at the age where like I gotta prepare to turn up. I can't just decide to turn up at the last minute, you know. So if I had known what I was getting myself into, I would have got, I'd have got ready for Skankfest. I, I thought it was just a comedy festival. I mean, I knew it was not just that, but I didn't know. You know what I mean? Yeah, but you would have gotten your Nads plus. You would have gotten your 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 B twelve shot. You yeah, I got the hydration. I got the vitamins up. All that. No, but it's it's awesome. It you should go if you're a comedy fan. Um, it is the only good thing that happens in Vegas, honestly. What a shit city that is. Um, I, I've never been a fan of Vegas. I, you know, I feel like it's, it's one of those places like you go, you can go, but a couple days, a couple days tops, you know. Yeah, you know, because you know what it is. I think it's just that it feels like Vegas is, is sort of just – the the reputation they've built up is that you're supposed to misbehave while you're here. What happens in Vegas stays in Vegas, baby. Right, all of that, all of the promotion they put out, and so it, so the worst people don't even try in Vegas. You know what I mean? Like people will cut you in line, people will fart on your elevator, people will. Steal your seat, like with no remorse. In fact, it's cute. In fact, it's funny to them. <laughs> We're in Vegas. Fuck you, old man. You know, it's that kind of thing. You know, so if you can, if if you can wade through all the fucking pieces of shit and get down Fremont Street and get into the little to the skank fest compound cuz that's really what it is it's like it's very interesting they have like a you know I don't want to call it a compound but that is kind of what it feels like they have this whole basically um this whole mall or this like outdoor mall and it's all theirs at least it felt that way you know it, 
it felt like this whole mall was theirs. Maybe only the third floor was theirs. But, <laughs> you know, they had like four or five different um, theaters or rooms. It was pretty cool. Uh, I can't believe this slipped under our radar, Rob. Have you been hearing about some of these conservative legislatures out of the blue trying to make it so that there's a mandatory DNA test for anyone that wants to sign the birth certificate as the father of a baby. What? Yeah, this is I'm I'm I someone sent me a video of this in the Tennessee legislature. Um they're also trying to pass the no fault divorce thing, which I'm not really a fan of. Maybe this is a way to get more men on board with it. Like, uh, I don't know about the no fault divorce, but man, they they do need them DNA tests. Okay, you got my vote because that's where I am with it. No, taking away no fault because I guess I guess you know the basis behind all this is that uh, they want to disincentivize poor behavior by women. And poor behavior in divorcing someone that didn't cheat on you or doesn't beat you is considered looked at as poor behavior. I don't see. I don't know how I feel. I don't feel. I don't. I ain't feeling that. You should be able to leave somebody whenever you want. So I'm 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 reading Reuters article. It says fact check. No law requires DNA testing to establish paternity in United States, and it's saying that this is. Um. It says, while a man can choose to seek genetic testing prior to signing the VAP form, which um, VAP is a, a paternity, a voluntary acknowledgement of paternity form. So I, I don't know if this is actually happening, although I'm, I'm trying to see if there's no, they're another. Trying to, uh, aren't they trying to make it happen in Tennessee? It said, this is saying that uh, none of the states, let's see. It says, neither do the states named in these posts, Florida, Tennessee, Maryland, and Ohio, have new laws requiring DNA tests for fathers. Maybe they're trying to get it done, like you're saying. I'm, I'm going to look that up. But regardless, I mean, I think we can still talk about this topic. I, I think that's an interesting topic of whether... How are you seeing the, like, what does no-fault divorce have to do with mandatory paternity testing in your mind? Oh, it has nothing to do. They have nothing to do with each other. It's just, oh, okay. just that, just that they were happening at the same time, and I assumed in the same bill. Because, like, what I'm saying is, I assume that the seemingly unreasonable, um, the, seem, the seemingly unreasonable request that there be no no, no fault divorce, I, I felt like it was getting kind of push through with the mandatory DNA test so that you would vote for the bill even though you didn't really agree with the no-fault divorce thing. Oh, um, I see. Okay. But, uh, you know, see, I, I've always been of the of the attitude that, like, it should be way harder to get married and super easy to get divorced. You yeah. <laughs> but it's, but it's, the, it's the other way around. It's like, so I mean, I, I guess no fault divorce just meaning irreconcilable differences, what have you. Yeah, I, you know what's wrong with that? I don't understand what the problem with being able to get divorced. 
I mean, it's not, I don't think that makes it any easier. I think what men's rights activists would say, and I don't fuck with men's rights activists, but I think their argument would be the institution of no-fault divorce allows women to leave the marriage but retain the benefits of the marriage, such as uh, income from the husband or um, uh, because so many family courts tend to err on the side of putting the kids with the mother rather than the father in terms of custody, that then they can extract um, child support from the, from the husband. Uh, now, I, I don't think that the solution to that is to keep women in marriages they don't want to be in. That doesn't seem like a, a viable yeah, solution. Yeah, that seems to me. crazy. Um, but I'm all about this mandatory DNA testing. And, and, and you know what's <laughs> funny? I think it's so telling um, the way some people uh, vehemently react to, like, against mandatory DNA testing. It just seems like there's no, there is no logical reason for you to be against it. Against mandatory DNA testing, yeah, to determine paternity at the at you know at birth, that makes one thousand percent sense to me. Because I forget, and you know, obviously, again, I don't know how much this is real. And this, this, this is a whole other thing too. It's like if I click on one Manosphere video, I complained about this before. Mm-hmm. Google decides that that's all I want to see. Yeah. It's 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 something about it. Yeah, yeah. Like if you click on anything that's considered right at all, they'll show you a thousand of them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think they do that with everything though. Like if you look up one, you know, high protein chicken meal or whatever on YouTube, then it will give you the most extreme weight loss videos. And it's like that's not what I'm into. Right. You know what I mean? If I look up like one one minimalist at home workout, it's like now my entire feed is filled with all of these like calisthenics mm-hmm. workouts, and it's all it wants to give me. And it's like I really just wanted a workout that I could do when I can't go to the gym because I have a fucking baby. But Rob, who 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 do you think? Do you think anyone has a logical agreement against mandatory DNA testing? Well, here's. Here's the, I did find something, bill proposed, there's a bill proposed during the 2022 legislative session in Tennessee, it did not pass, it was HB 2698, says State Representative Antonio Parkinson, Democrat from Memphis, said he filed HB 2698 after talking with a constituent who was ordered to continue paying child support despite learning after five years that the child he believed to be his was not. The bill proposed that an unmarried man would be required to take a DNA test proving paternity before he could sign the voluntary acknowledgement of paternity and have his name on the birth certificate. Okay. Why, why would that protect this individual in that case? Like, is, is it to protect him from himself? Because you, you don't have to sign, like, well, you don't have to be, you don't have to sign a, a VAP, a VAP. It's a voluntary admission. It's a voluntary acknowledgement of paternity. 
Like, okay, what this is getting at is like right, so for, right. But but you but you wouldn't sign you you wouldn't sign it if you knew the baby wasn't yours. I mean, most people, if, right. if you're assuming the baby's yours, then 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 you would go, well, why not sign it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, but so why would it have to be mandatory? I guess it would be, I, I just, I, I'm down for it just to be free. <laughs> like the state just supplies it. Because, well, well, I, because I think, because here, here, here's the, here's the deal. Yeah. Especially, especially in the, in the midst of all this talk of coercion and power dynamics and all of this, it's like, you know, darn well, like imagine, so you just had a baby, you know, damn. So imagine you sitting in the hospital and and they come in front of you and your wife while she holding the baby that just came out. And they go, do you want to sign this? And you go, let me talk to you over here for a second. You know damn well. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a good point. You feel the pressure to sign it. It's like anything, any any action that's started by you that doubts the paternity of the baby is is going to make life harder for you. Like that you know, so if it's mandatory, that takes all of that out of it. <clears throat> you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, if I mean, everyone that has doubts about the paternity of their baby isn't in a position to express those doubts. Yeah, no, no, I, I that does make sense to me. The idea that you're, it's sort of a burden shifting from um, the burden being on the man to speak up and be like, hey, before I sign this, I'm going to need to be 100% sure. It bur- It shifts that burden from him to... He can just be like, "Look, look, baby, I, I would sign it immediately, but you know that's that's the law. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta take this test real quick." And yeah, then- I mean, because because also, listen, as an attorney, you would advise your client to take that test, absolutely, right? absolutely. But it's but it's also like, imagine taking that test, and the baby is yours. Well, now you got this cloud hanging over your relationship that you doubted her in the first place. You know, yeah. Yeah. So it's like there's no point in making it free and available cuz I cuz I'm cuz listen I'm I'm also pretty sure most people's problem isn't that they can't afford it. Yeah. You know. So what is the argument against it? Uh I don't I don't I Women mean all, none of the ones I've trap heard men into sense. into raising their somebody else's kid. That's the that's the argument. Like I said, I haven't heard one that makes any sense. I mean, I've heard people. I've heard people talk in the circles, or, or or like say bullshit very eloquently. But I haven't heard anybody. You know, I heard one woman say um, we shouldn't have the state involved. Uh, we there's we have better things to do with taxpayer money. Uh, you know, the doctor that's giving that DNA test could be saving a life. Etc. But th- these are all obviously hoes that have lied to dudes about being the father of babies. You know, because 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 yeah. here's the thing: if you think long enough and hard about it, I have a theory. I think all of us know somebody that's lying about paternity. Yeah, I'm looking up. I'm trying to look up statistics on how many, like, what percentage of men are unknowingly raising other men's children. Well, this this was this was one of those manosphere videos, so I don't know if you want to take the statistics with a grain of salt or whatever. Um, but uh, I think a third of the men that take paternity tests end up not being the father. 
Yeah, obviously that's a self-selected group because right. <laughs> so most, I, I, so but, I'd imagine it's probably half or more than half. Oh no, half I was or saying, more than half of men are raising kids that are not theirs. No, no, no. I think it goes the other way. I think it would be less because the percentage, the people who are taking paternity tests, they're the people who have doubt. And so that's the self-selection group. It's like the percentage of people who are going to not be the father who have doubt is going to be higher versus, you know, the, the, the vast majority of men who are in monogamous relationships, who are raising their own kids, um, and the woman hasn't cheated or whatever, then that's going to be... like I, I'm looking at statistics right here. It's saying uh, 1.7 to 3.3%, according to this. 3.85%. I mean, these... You know, take this all with a grain of salt. Like, this one is from Men's Health magazine, which they're full of shit all the time. Um, uh, but you know, I, you know, somewhere around, uh, I wouldn't be surprised if it's like one to 5%, which is a lot to be honest. You know, if it's like 5%, that's a lot. Wow. You think it's one to five. I say, I think it's way much more than that. Yeah. Half was ridiculous, but I might go so high as to say 10, mm. 10, 10, 15, really? maybe. Yeah, bro. These so, I'm telling so, you, these hoes ain't shit out here, bro. <laughs> so are you like including said, so you including like let's say let's say a guy is in a long term relationship with a woman, they have three kids, he thinks all three of them are his, but maybe two of them are actually his and one of them is somebody else's. You're including that in the ten percent. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I mean I I think it would I think it would because I feel like the only reason for you to be against this is if you was afraid of getting caught doing this. Yeah. You know, and don't get me wrong. I totally understand the situation, right? Maybe you, you know, maybe you finally, you know, broke your addiction to shitty men. You know, you got one last little fucking with your ain't shit flame or whatever. Mm Mm-hmm. And you moved on and found you a, a you know, <clears throat> a nice, caring, understanding man, or whatever. And maybe you're like, well, it's better for my child to get raised with this stable motherfucker than it is for him to know mm-hmm. that fucking Pookie is his daddy. <laughs> you know, so I totally understand you at, being at that game. I get, I get, I get it. You're doing what you think is best for your child. You're doing what you think is best for you. But still, you're throwing the kids in the car for band practice, taking the dog to the vet, and picking up your sister at the airport. You don't have time to cook. Let Factor, America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit, fuel you up with chef-prepared meals delivered straight to your door. Save time, eat well, and stay on track with your healthy lifestyle. Uh, My personal favorite is the shredded chicken taco bowl. Choose from over 34 weekly meal options that are fresh, never frozen. With limited time meals like cranberry pecan chicken and apple Dijon pork chops, you can satisfy all your fall flavor cravings. Round out your meals and replenish your snack supply with over 45 add-ons 
like their breakfast items, including bacon and cheddar egg bites and potato bacon and egg breakfast skillet. Head to factormeals.com slash BS50 and use code BS50 to get 50% off. That's code BS50 at factormeals.com slash BS50 to get 50% off. I saw a thing today where a dude had a... um, yeah, because some states are like that. Like, if you sign that paper, it don't matter what comes out later. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. Like, you still have to pay child support and all that other shit. It doesn't matter what. You know, and, and I, I knew a dude today that, you know, I saw a video today of a dude that went, um, the kid was 18 or 19, and he found out that not only was the kid not his, but the mother knew who the real father was and still, like, talks to him every day. It was like, Oh no! I had to, and he and he he did time in prison for not paying child support. God damn, that's fucked up. So imagine that. Imagine being locked up for not paying child support, then finding out that the kid isn't yours, and there's no penalty. So that's that's the other thing that this bill allegedly is supposed to do. It's supposed to criminalize paternity fraud. Mm-hmm. Um, then maybe that could you could make the argument that walks down some slippery slopes. Uh, <coughs> but I mean, lying to a man about being the father of a kid that's crazy. That's crazy. I mean, that should be a crime. That I would is, definitely kill, I would definitely kill you if you did it to me. That was that was that's pretty obviously a fraudulent act. I mean, I don't know why that why wouldn't that be a crime because you're, you're also doing it in order to get money to extract money from somebody. Now here, well, here's a here's a question. Here's a question. What about and I'm sure this is a very small minority of cases, but what about instances where let's say a man can't have children right. and he's been raising a kid um sometimes he raises into adulthood and the entire time everybody in the family except maybe the mother thinks uh that the kid is the kid is his if Nobody else ever finds out. Where on the scale of wrong or right does that fall? If if no one, hold on, hold on. I'm Run saying it back, but sum it up there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm saying you have an instance where a man who is unknowingly infertile raises a kid who's not his own, but he believes he it's his kid. The kid believes that's his dad. The entire family thinks that they're biologically related, and no one ever finds out. The, the, the mom just keeps it ten toes down the entire time. Is, it, has a wrong been done? Let's say they have a good relationship, and they just they don't know the reality that they're not bi- biologically related. Yeah, but how could, how could the woman not know? No, I'm saying the woman does know. Saying the oh. woman does know, but she keeps it to herself. She goes to her grave with the with the information. Oh yeah, I mean nobody ever finds has out. Been done, mm-hmm. but I, but but listen, I'm I'm of the school that like once past a certain age, it don't really matter. Mm-hmm. That's a you good know? point. Uh, it does more harm for it to come out. Yeah. Then. You know, because I guess that's that's the real question. It isn't has a harm been done. It's what's more harmful. Is it just is it more harmful to let the lag slide, 
or more harmful to reveal the truth. Right? And I think once you pass a certain time, you might as well go and keep it to yourself because you're just going to hurt everybody. Yeah. You know? And, and, and also what difference does it make is like, I would love to see like the, talk to like some of these guys that have raised children to adulthood and found out they're not theirs. And I bet you most of them would say they don't care, you know? Or they might care, but it might not rise to the level where they might still want to have a relationship with the child, you know? Right, right, right. I mean, I mean, I think, you know, once you raise them to grownness, it's like all the parenting is done. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they, they, no matter who you tell them is their father, they're not going to see that other person as their father, you know? Right. And you... You know, because how, how do you just stop loving a child? That's hard. That's real hard to do. Now, I could do that because I'm spiteful. And just to hurt your mama, I'm going to act like I don't fuck with you like that. You know, but I'm going I'm to miss you. I cry at home, but I ain't going to tell you. <laughs> you know, I'm one of those people. So, you know, I, I have no idea. Um, I, I mean, I know what I would want. If I'm that dude, I would want to not know. I think that's kind of what I'm getting at. Like, I can imagine scenarios where I personally would not want to know, you know? Yeah, right. But once we hit a point where it's like, okay, now we divorce, you know? Now you want, you know, you want child support, you know, that kind of thing. I mean, then, you know, that's when that's when these things usually come into play because mm-hmm. you got the attorneys involved and they want to do everything to get you an advantage and, I think that's really where it gets out of hand is when the money and the control comes into it, right? When people start using using the child as a way to extract more money out of somebody. And just, I mean, I want to head this off of the past. I know people aren't going to fucking listen to this part, but like, that, I'm not saying that that's what every woman is doing every time they get divorced and they fight for custody. I'm not saying that. But I am saying that there are women who do that. And there are men who do it too. Well, I'm saying it. People, that's, people, that's what every single woman is doing. It's <laughs> getting divorced. I mean, I just, I don't understand why you would even get married. Like, what? what is it? What do you get out of that? Every man I know that's married, married huh? Go ahead. Every man I know that's married got married so that they woman wouldn't be upset that they didn't get married. I don't know any man that like wants marriage. I mean, I guess that's, that's not true. I do know dudes that want marriage. Yeah, I like being married. But it's right, right. No, but see, you like being married. I'm talking about getting married. Explain the difference. Like, if, what I mean is, because getting married is the, is the ceremony, the you know the pictures, the circumstances. Oh, know, and, and I all see what you're stuff. saying. Because you like you like all the benefits of steady companionship, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. isn't really marriage. I mean that that's the that's the we put the the getting married as an obstacle to those things. But you had all those things before you got married. You know what I mean? Or let me let me let me rephrase that. You can have all those things without getting married. You know, all the positive relationship things can happen regardless. Marriage itself is just, uh, it's, it's commitment, 
but only because it will cost you so much if the if it if the relationship ends. You know, because being in long term relationships is actually more beneficial to men. I hear I hear it touted that marriage is more beneficial to men, but it's actually just being in long term committed relationships is actually more beneficial to men than women. Mm-hmm. But but divorce is more beneficial to women. You know, you know what Probably I'm saying? True. It's like it's not like women women want to get married because the threat of divorce means you can't leave them as easily. True, true. I think it does swing both ways a little bit. Anytime you have a big ceremony in front of all of your friends and family, and you get the state involved, that creates a very powerful incentive for maintaining the relationship. So yes, people can have long term, very healthy, very very positive relationships with their partners without getting married. Um, Obviously, people did that for generations and generations, like in gay relationships before they could get married, right? That happened. Um, There's plenty of people who were uh, common law married and never actually signed a piece of paper. But it does create an additional, even if it's just social opprobrium or or uh, reputational damage, you know, the, the, then there, there are additional things that can strengthen a marriage because it, it gives people incentives to continue working on the marriage, working on the relationship so that the marriage doesn't fall apart. But all I agree right. with you. I agree with you. You can, you can have all those people things do, without a marriage. People will do anything but go to the porn shop. <laughs> they do anything but buy some... Okay, let's read some emails. Um... We don't have any. We don't have any emails. Oh, we got plenty of emails. Look in the Trello. I got email from D about reparations. Email from Bo oh, on writing great. jokes for friends. The old uh, reparations email. Huh? Travel advice for for Tom the welder. We got a vo- uh, we got voicemails about friends with benefits and uh, banana republics and bad haircuts. Okay, let's do the voicemail. All right, you want to do one about. Uh, no, right friends with benefits. Friends with benefits, okay. So, I'm 21 years old, single. I've tried the apps and doing this, doing the online stuff, and much more of a in-person type of guy. Um, well, recently, I met this woman at a Starbucks. Now, she's good-looking, attractive, chemistry's there. Um, but I don't really like want a relationship with this woman. I'm really just kind of like looking to kind of maneuver this into a friends with benefits type of situation. Um, she's got an 11 year old son. So that's weird for me personally, but the, the chick is cool, right? I just don't want to be around the kid. So she lives in the same apartment complex as me. Um, that makes things a lot easier. No, it does I not. guess. I'm just <laughs> wondering, advice champ, Brian Simpson, uh, how I should go about maneuvering the conversations or not even the conversations, just more like how I might be able to set the expectations of not having a relationship 
Does that make sense? Anyway, appreciate it. Love the the, the show. Uh, keep doing what you're doing. Um, congratulations on the new special. Uh, big. And, uh, yeah, thanks. Well, um, AD, you you should not get involved with this woman. <laughs> okay, now listen. I, um, this the the I I can't give you that kind of. I don't know. You know, I don't have player. Uh, you know, player tips. You know, because um, I, I this is probably the wrong advice. But I would just say, just be straight up. If if you if you insist on fucking with a single mother that live in your complex, Jesus, uh, I think just be straight up about your intentions. You know, but you don't listen. Ain't no single mom looking for no fuck buddy. Very few. They want they want help. <laughs> so if you saying I don't even want to be around the kid, I don't want to see or hear these motherfuckers. You know, the only time I want to be reminded of their existence. Is when my hand slide past one of your stretch marks. Um, I don't think that's going to get you a lot of uh, single mother pussy. I, you know who knows though. I don't know what level of of suave you you've reached, but uh, I fail to see how her living in your apartment building is how that's beneficial. That's crazy. That seems like a negative to me. That seems like a big, huge negative. I mean, just for me. I mean. If I'm on my single man, like, look, if, if this was someone you wanted to be your girlfriend, it would be dope that she lived close by. But if this is some girl you want to pump and dump, you don't want to have nothing to do with it. It's wild that she lives nearby. I don't know, man. Because, uh, you know, I'm saying, I say stay away. Yeah, you know, stay away. It's, that's a whole walking red flag. I mean, you don't like kids, she has a kid. I mean, right there, it's a wrap. For me, it's a wrap for me. Um, or you, or you feel like you can't be straight up. You know that's also a wrap. That's a wrap on your end. It's like, well, you can't just tell her what you want. Hey, listen, I'm not trying to really be nobody's step daddy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't. I don't know. I don't know because I would already be out. I already be out. You know, where's baby daddy? Is he in prison? Well, how long till he gets out? Mm-hmm. Like, I need, I need more answers. You know. If you insist on fucking with her. Now, again, my advice is that you're not, you're not fucking with her at all. Yeah. You know? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you just asking for it. You, I mean, I just hope and pray I don't get an email from you a year from now going, man, you was right. I fucked up. You know what I mean? Got the bitch pregnant. Also, this guy's 21 years old. This woman has an 11-year-old child. So he was 10 when she had a baby. So how much older is she than him? Not that that's like a problem. I mean, whatever. But she's in a completely different phase of life. From yeah, you. she's been making bad decisions at least a decade <laughs> longer than you. Yeah, my advice is to yeah, stay away. Okay. Email from D about reparations. Let's re- let me see here. All right, what's up, OG? This one might be better to skip over, but fuck it, we ball. All right, I like that. Brain. Well, there you go. Just kidding, Brian. Ah, I see what you did there. <laughs> How is that Japanese Americans received reparations for internment camps? The Jewish people received reparations for the Holocaust from us. 
Plantation owner received reparations for losing property. Victims of apartheid since America supported the Dutch colonizers. Native Americans for unlawful land seizure. And yet the only race-based state-sanctioned discrimination that people refuse to even converse about is the descendants of the formerly and currently as the 13th Amendment never abolished slavery. It just reformed it to be acceptable if imprisoned, enslaved. Sure, reps were paid for Tuskegee. In one whole massacre, which, by the way, we have over 50 instances in the last 200 years of large-scale violence against black towns, neighborhoods, etc. Nothing for segregation, though. Nothing for the war on drugs, which was a countrywide acceptance of lock those black thugs up. They are selling crack to your baby in the suburb. Nothing for mass incarceration. And, of course, nothing for slavery. Now, for me personally... I'd like reparations for my Gma for living through segregation, her sisters, her brothers, and her father, who, who his father was an enslaved man, though I won't hold my breath. It's unfortunate that these <clears throat> race-based conversations immediately elicit a white-knuckled sort of response, and people are willing to ignore the historical record, pretend as if shit never happened, and sub- subsequently feel like they have to ban books that talk about the real history of race in this country to ignore any sort of icky feeling that comes with facing reality. Cheers. Uh, yeah, you answered your own question. I mean, <laughs> was that even a question? Um, I guess you said, how is it that, I mean, you know how it is. I mean, the big, the, a big part of what you're saying here is that I want to say almost all of those situations you named where reparations was applicable or where reparations was applied, were all done by the generation or subsequent generation that committed the atrocities. Um, I think Dr. King said a long time, like, justice justice delayed is justice denied. And it's true. It's like the longer we get away from these things, um, you know, the less and less likely it looks like reparations is ever going to, be something real or tangible. I mean, it's at the point where, like, just talk, if you even talk about it as a candidate, that's career suicide. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because the idea of reparations makes white people feel guilty, you know, and that's yeah. everything we do is to make sure white people don't feel bad, you know, so I don't know if reparations is ever even going to be uh I don't know if a, if a mainstream candidate can ever get away with even talking about it. I don't even know if the white... I think the white guilt part is a rationalization. I think that white people just don't want to pay the money that's owed. And so their argument against reparations is this roundabout, oh, the guilt, the sins of the fathers should not be visited upon the sons type thing. And it's like, that's not what this is about. But they, but that's a stronger argument than actually dealing with how much money should be repaid to. Exactly. I would say, yo, keep the money. Make my podcast number one. Automatically. Make it so that that's all I can see. I feel like that's what's going on on, on Twitter or X right now. I'm being forced to look at like accounts that I don't want to see. X is not part of my life anymore. I feel free really yeah i don't i'm pretty much only on youtube and reddit now yeah, it's becoming a it's a little it's a lot it's just not fun it's just not fun anymore instagram threads 
X. None of them are fun. All right, one more article, and then we out of here. Oh, a little doom and gloom, it says here. More than 100 dolphins dead in Amazon as water hits 102 degrees Fahrenheit. More than 100 dolphins have been found dead in Brazilian Amazon amid a historic drought and record high water temperatures that in places have exceeded 102 degrees Fahrenheit. The dolphin, the dead dolphins were all found in Lake Tefe over the past seven days, according to the, Mera, uh, the Memorial Institute a research facility funded by the Brazilian Ministry of Science. The Institute said such a high number of deaths was unusual and suggested record high lake temperatures. Oh, uh, well, well, what the fuck do you think? What do you think is going to happen? <laughs> like, I mean, you know, I mean, no shit. There's no, no water conditioner or whatever. Uh, poor guys. I mean... Yeah, guys, the temperatures is going up. The average daily temperatures up, and and I think this winter is going to really fuck people up, and we're going to keep acting surprised. And we're like, oh my god, we've never seen this many um, winter uh, winter typhoons, frozen. Watch, we're going to start just seeing ridic- ridiculous stuff. Winter quakes and and uh, snow hurricanes. Yeah, snow hurricanes and, and such. Like, that shit's happening, bro. This winter's going to be crazy. <laughs> I'm, I'm in Austin right now. I think we, we're we on our, like, 70th straight day. It's 100 degrees. Maybe they, maybe one day was 98. But uh, but uh, but I want to say 70 out of the last, the last 71 days. Have been a hundred degrees. I could be wrong about what the record, but it's something. It's something crazy. Just consecutively, hundred, 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 and that's never happened before. Well, what's crazy is you know people used to argue that global warming might actually be beneficial because you'll have more temperate winters, and that's not how it works. The the weather gets extreme on both ends. You know, oh, yeah. you have more devastating snap freezes and you have more devastating like periods of extreme heat and drought. Like this, this winter, we gonna, I think we're all going to be a little surprised when it, yeah. when it, when it, when it's like negative 10, you know, on a Wednesday afternoon in January. And there's rolling blackouts because the, grid can't keep up with everybody running their heat. Yeah. Or it gets so cold, the ball they drop in Times Square just shatters. <laughs> Killing thousands of people below, getting hit with giant shards. Well, uh, it's the kind of people who go to Times Square for New Year's, so it wouldn't be that big of a loss. Bro, I've only been to Times Square one time, and I, and I swear I cannot understand for the life of me why anyone would go there on purpose. Why are you in Times Square? That is, you know what it is? It feels like Vegas. It's like it's like you're in New York City and you just walk to Vegas. You just want to spend more. It's very Vegasy vibes, you know. It was like you're surrounded by scammers and schemers. You know, all the prices are, you know, overly inflated. It, it, it's a it's an area designed to take advantage of tourists. Yeah. You know, I tried to buy a lighter when I was at Skankfest. I tried to buy I walked past this 
the stall, try to buy a lighter. <laughs> and the lady was like, oh, yeah, yeah, of course, of course, $7. And she turned around and she pulled out um, one of those clear lighters. You know, because she said 7 bucks. I was like, okay, fine, fine, fine. I knew I was going to get overcharged. But she turned around and offered me one of those little clear, you know what I'm talking about? Like the the, little these pit. lighters, you, where you can get like a pack, a pack of twenty for a dollar. Yeah. She turned around and, and with a straight face charge charged me seven dollars. I, I thought, listen, it's still way too much money, but for seven dollars, I, I, minimum, I need a, I need a non see through bic. <laughs> Minimum, like if I'm getting over, if I'm getting gouged, at least give me a quality product. Try to give me a fucking, and then she picked it. She didn't ask me which one I wanted. I'm like, nah, bitch, this whole thing is came. And they don't have no shame because she, the way she said it, very shamelessly. Yup, seven dollars. Yes, like, damn, bitch. I hope you go out of business. And this particular stand is sold cigars and oxygen, which is um, she gets you on both ends. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Fucking trash, trash people in Las Vegas. You know, not everyone that lives there, but you know what I mean. You know, they got those little circles marked off on the on the old strip for people to perform in. Oh yeah, yeah. On the, on Fremont Street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. so you'll see like a like a child guitar prodigy right next to a hip hop dance troupe right next to <laughs> a nun with her titties out, and and. Um, and I'm not sure what they make, how they making money. I'm not like I don't, I didn't see any buckets or anything. I ain't seen any Venmo, any uh, any QR code. So I'm not sure. Maybe they get paid. I think I don't on know. Fremont they get paid. I think you apply for like a slot or something, and you get paid for performing there. I'm not 100 percent about that, but I think that's the case because they have like like outdoor concerts there too. So I mean, maybe there's a different situation, a different system for that than for the, you know individual performers but the fact that they have like the the circles painted out uh, it, it seems like they have to apply in some way to like to do that <laughs> right 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 they definitely have to apply but i don't know if they pay or if they get paid you know but they but they must get paid by the city because i don't see anybody giving them any money right what a what a fucking weird city and Vegas the nun is- just stands there with her titties out that's good work yeah. if you can get it. So maybe she takes pictures, but she, does she charge for those? I don't know. Oh, maybe is it like? Well, but then that doesn't make any sense for like the guitarist. If she was doing like the thing on right. like Hollywood Boulevard, where you know you get it, you take you pay ten bucks to take a picture with Spider Man or whatever. Um, that'd be one thing, but I don't see how the break dancers make money off of that. I don't know. Okay. Well, that seems like a good stopping point. Um, push come to shove, I'll do this podcast for one of those circles on Fremont Street in Vegas. <laughs> uh, we got any questions, comments, concerns, you want advice from the advice champ, please email us at bswithbrownsimpson at gmail.com. I'm going to be in Chicago this weekend, hopefully, um, and uh, Tampa, Florida the following weekend. Get those tickets at brownsimpsoncomedy.com. Uh, come and if you want to support the podcast, support, you know, like, share, subscribe, or support by some one of the sponsors. And we'll see y'all next week. <laughs>